Welcome to the St. Richard's Podcast Sermon of the Week. This week's message is given by the Reverend Kelly Jennings. For more information, please visit us at strichards.org. Well, we get a real cliffhanger, don't we? We hear not just that the stone was rolled across the entrance, but that it was sealed. This week in meditating on the Passion Gospel, what came to mind for me was the phrase, like mother, like son, like mother, like son. Last week, or last Saturday, on March 25th, 25th, exactly nine months before Christmas Day, the church celebrated the announcement of the angel Gabriel to Mary that she would give birth to a son the Messiah, whose kingdom shall have no end. Those of us who gathered for Eucharist last Wednesday night celebrated this feast of the Annunciation, and we recalled Mary's humble words upon hearing the mission that she was called to. She says, let it be to me according to your word. So I wonder in hearing this great account that we just did, if you can remember, recall, what words of Jesus sounded very similar to these words. Let it be to me according to your word, like mother, like son. Today on Palm Sunday, we, the church, do an astounding thing. Around the world, we stand for a long time, in silence most of the time, listening. And we hear an account set down millennia ago with the help of many eyewitnesses. It's filled with so many, sometimes obscure, details. These staggering events all taking place within the course of a week, which changed history and rewrote the plans that death had for God's creatures. Hallelujah. We hear and remember the passion here meaning suffering, enduring the passion of our Lord so that we might know, remember, and pass along the hope that we have in this one man, Jesus, the light of the world. And each year we hear from either Matthew, Mark, or Luke's Gospels, so we're on a three-year rotation. And every year on Good Friday we hear from John's Gospel, So I encourage you not just, of course, to come on Good Friday and hear John's version, but also to find a a parallel Bible. Half Price Books, I'm sure, has them online. You can find them where they put each gospel side by side in columns, and you can compare the details or the lack of. It's It's an illuminating study. Well, to give you one idea of how the gospel accounts of Jesus' passion compare, All four Gospels tell us that after the Last Supper, Jesus and his disciples went to a garden. Matthew, Mark, and Luke tell us that Jesus prayed there a short distance from the other disciples. Matthew and Mark tell us that Jesus invited Peter, James, and John to accompany him. Both Gospels say that Jesus at that point began to be sorrowful or greatly distressed and troubled. He asked the three friends to remain there and watch 
in one translation, or stay alert, remain awake with him. In all three similar Gospels, we hear then that Jesus goes off a short distance alone to pray by himself, saying, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. Not what I want, but what you want. And we're told that Jesus prays this prayer, or prays three times, but it's only in Matthew's version that we hear this year where we get words, we hear words he prays the second time. My Father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. Your will be done. The words are familiar, not just because earlier in Matthew, we hear Jesus teach his disciples how to pray, which of course today we call the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. But they're also familiar for another reason, like mother, like son. Thy will be done sounds a lot like Mary's words at the Annunciation. Let it be to me according to your word. We don't know how Mary wanted her life to go when she was a young teenager and met the angel. It is easy to read into her response a great anticipation, an eagerness almost about what God has in store for her. But God's will, hardly for her to know at the time, was not only for great joy as she watched her baby grow and her grown young man heal and raise people from the dead even, but God's plan also involved for her to follow her son to Golgotha and witness his death on a cross. My father, not what I want, but what you want. That is possibly the most difficult thing for any of us to say in life. Think of a time in your life when you have been faced with something you did not want to go through with, you might be there right now. It might have been saying goodbye to a loved one. It might have been hearing that your job was about to end. It might have been when you realized that your marriage was crumbling or ending. It might have been when you realized you would have to struggle with fertility it might be when you were facing your own mortality. In those moments, we have had to accept, or we've at least had the choice to accept, that things were going to go in a way we did not want them to go. My Father, not what I want, but what you want. Now maybe you were able eventually to say those words and let go. But maybe... You refused to accept what was about to happen. Maybe you're still there, and that's okay. You're in good company. You can just look around, I guarantee you. There are many here struggling to say those words. Father, not what I want, but what you want. Well, friends, Holy Week, which we enter into today, today begins Holy Week, is a time every year where we aim to do what Jesus asked his friends to do for him. What was that? Did you catch it? Watch and pray. Why did he say that? In order to, as he says, 
not to fall into temptation or trial. Watching like what a night watchman does means staying awake, staying alert, remaining aware of what is going on around us. When Jesus asked his friends to watch, it wasn't about his friends serving as bodyguards for him. They weren't going to matter. Didn't need bodyguards. It was Jesus' loving desire that his friends remain aware of the spiritual forces at work around them in the very dark hours coming. Jesus was going to be faced with the same. He knew it and was already faced with them. In our trials, as we face unexpected or even expected change, and certainly in life-changing events, the temptation we can feel is to dive into despair and loneliness and isolation and self-pity. But when we watch spiritually, we pause, we breathe physically. Both are connected, right? When we watch, when we just sit and pay attention to what's going on, we notice things around us, we notice what's going on within us. And we are better able to say and see what is not of God. And we can call out the tempter and say, liar. When we watch for Jesus, we can also read scripture and see, hear our Lord speak to us in his word. In reading the Bible, we are reminded of God's steadfast love for his people from the beginning. We are reminded of his faithful presence through whatever we are going through. We can trust in the Lord with all our heart and know that his plans for us are always good. He is the God of the living, not of the dead. Jesus tells us that. And his kingdom will have no end. Death itself will be swallowed up in victory. Remember, friends, remember, especially today, if you are struggling to say, Father, not what I want, but what you want, remember that Jesus went through it too. And we see a clear struggle that he has, even on the cross. Even on the cross. So that timing for you to be able to say, not what I want, but what you want, Lord. If you can't say it now, even next year, it's okay. That's up to the Holy Spirit. And it's up to your patience and your willingness to allow friends here and elsewhere to pray for you if you can't even pray or say any words. Trust that there are those who are going to be able to pray for you in the interim. Mary herself was not to know the victory over death that God was about to work inside the tomb. To her, before that blessed Sunday, the one she had loved from conception and had placed all her hope on had just been, been sealed up inside a cold tomb. Let me close with a collect in our prayer book that comes up in our Holy Week liturgy. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, 
walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. For service times or more information on St. Richard's, please visit strichards.org.